Hey, buddies, you're about to listen to a live taping of what we like to call the Mostly Harmless Punk Rock Talk Show, recorded live in front of a studio audience at Ratio Beerworks on Monday, March 21st. This talk show was designed to be a promo show for the then-upcoming Denver's Independent Art and Comic Expo, a.k.a. Dink. Guests on today's show include wrestler Xander Creed, comedian Mallory Wallace, and musical guest The Ghoulies. This taping also includes performances from Mallory and The Ghoulies after our ridiculous talk show event. Thanks to our longtime sponsors at Ratio Beer Works for allowing us to host this three-ring circus in the uh, back of their brew house. We'll be back in April at our old digs at Mutiny Information Exchange on 2nd South Broadway. Stay tuned to more details. Make sure you visit Ratio at RatioBeerWorks.com and 2920 Larimer in the Rhino District. Also, a super special thanks to Denver's Westward for naming Mostly Harmless one of their favorite music podcasts out of Denver. We placed fourth out of seven. Little, <laughs> there's only seven music podcasts out of Denver, but hey, it's a, it's a it's it's wonderful to be included in such a wonderful company as these things matter. Welcome to Denver and uh, Ask a Punk as well as the others. Um, it's a super humbling experience. I'm very, very blown away that anyone has noticed the ridiculousness that has been coming out of my bedroom. Stay tuned for coverage from uh, the Dink Dimmer Independent Arts and Comics Expo coming up in the next week or so. And for now, buddies, let's start the show. Let's cue the theme song. Welcome to the Mostly Harmless Live talk show event here at Ratio Beerworks. How the fuck are you guys? Yeah, we're actually going now. This isn't the preemptive uh, show now. Um, so tonight is a special Mostly Harmless Live, not only because we're doing it in the uh, wonderful uh, beer... What do we call this room back here? I have it written down. Uh, the beer house. The brew house here at Ratio Beerworks. Not only do we, uh, is it special because we're doing it back here for the first time ever, uh, but this is kind of like a dink... Uh, Denver Independent Arts and Comics Expo themed show. Uh, these guys approached me and they asked me if I wanted to do a show to help promote their uh, upcoming comic book festival this weekend. How's your phone? What's going on? You texting your mom? Tell your mom I said hi. We're just fucking with you. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, so they asked me to help promote their Denver Independent Arts and Comics Expo. And uh, I was like, what can we do that's special? One, we can do it here at the brew house at Racial Beer Works. Two, we can talk about nerd culture. We're gonna talk about how, in here in a minute, I'm gonna tell you an embarrassing story about me as a little boy. As you, as you can tell, I'm a pretty cool dude. It takes a pretty cool dude to get up here and talk in front of the microphone. But it, it might be shocking to some of you, I haven't always been a cool dude. Growing up, I was, a, I was really weird, really awkward, really nerdy, really um, shy. My nose was always stuck inside some sort of uh, either comic book magazine or Starlog or uh, Bangoria, some sort of movie, comic book, or video game magazine. I didn't really have a lot of friends. Uh, one story I didn't plan on telling, but here it goes, because this is all super organic. I used to sit at, with the cool kids at lunch. Cool kids sat at this table. I sat at this seat right very next to them. And one day they just looked at me and like, why the fuck do you sit with us and eat lunch? The reason I sat with them to eat lunch is because I thought the pretty girls but think I was cool eating lunch next to the cool kids. No, it didn't work out. So high school, 
middle school, elementary school, I was a weird kid, but here I, here I am now, I'm a strong, competent person who does a pretend talk show in a beer house. Life is going well. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how I took all these things as a young man that I loved and made me nerdy, and I, I kind of turned them into some sort of successful career. Now, success is an arbitrary term. I am very happy, very healthy, very wise. I still work 40 hours a week, and I'm still broke every single fucking day of my life. But I'm happier, healthier, and wiser. So we're going to talk about that kind of success thing. Um, but I wanted to tell an embarrassing story about myself, and I really couldn't find anything that really fit into that. So I'm going to tell you guys about a time my dad caught me doing something embarrassing. It is not what you think, or is it? So I grew up, I, I'm the oldest of four. My parents did not divorce until I was 20 years old. And so in a house, a three-bedroom house, six people run around, you had very, very little alone or private time. I would often get up early at like five o'clock in the morning on Saturdays just so I could be by myself and let's be honest here, so I could jump on AOL before any of my asshole siblings beat me to it. Well, it's one of these days where I'm still in high school. I'm like a freshman in high school. I'm like 14 years old and I, I catch myself up at like 5.30 in the morning. I gotta go to school, but I got this alone time. I got this private time. And I decide to uh, spend my private time in the bathroom. It's not going there. It's not going there, buddies. And so I, I'm getting to work, I'm getting busy, and I'm having a good time by myself. I know, I know it sounds like it's not, I promise you. I wasn't, in my private time, I was not playing with my privates, instead I was practicing. No. And so here it is, it's like 5.30 in the morning, and there's this banging on the door, the bathroom door, and it's my father. And I'm, I'm blushing, I'm bright, and, I, and I'm sweating, and I'm, I'm, I was having a really good time that he walked in on me on. He caught me in my flame on moment. And what is a flame on moment, you might ask? Well, I'm an imaginary kid. Imaginative kid, I guess is a better source of a word. But um, I used to spend a lot of time in the bathroom. I would pretend that I was a talk show host and interview people. Now I'm pretending in a brew house to interview people. But you see, this, this very fine morning, I, w I wasn't pretending to interview people. I was auditioning for a movie. And in this audition, I had to yell this one phrase over and over and over again. And that phrase was, FLAME ON! At 5.30 in the morning. Now, for those of you who are like, what the fuck is a flame on? I was pretend auditioning for the role of the Human Torch in a pretend fantastic horror movie. Now, I know looking at me, you guys are like, obviously, I would be the thing a big, gross, grotesque creature. And that's the thing. Get it, the thing? Growing up, I felt like the thing. I felt like a monster, I felt like an outcast, I felt like this creature. But I aspired to always be the hotshot guy who got to set himself on fire, and got to be cool, and got all the ladies, and drove the fast cars, and I mean, come on, man, who doesn't want to fly and be on fire and shoot fireballs? So my father caught me flaming on in the bathroom, 5.30 in the morning before school. Still hasn't let me live that down, Prince. <laughs> and, and for years, my parents have always kind of questioned my relationships with my roommates. You still have that one roommate? Roommate. Mom, I introduced you to my girlfriend. Roommate. Anyway, that's besides the point. 
Uh, but tonight, tonight we're going to talk about those little embarrassing moments that we had as children and uh, how we took those moments, how we saw each other then and there, and how we turned ourselves into the cool, awesome people you see in front of you. Uh, luckily for me, I found punk rock, and I was still a weird, awkward kid. And then I really don't know what the hell happened. I think I stopped. I started doing a lot of drugs and got really cool. That's a lie. I don't do drugs, and I'm not very cool. Um, so we have, a, we have an awesome panel of guests here tonight. Uh, let's bring up our first guest of many. Uh, let's bring up Miss Mallory Wallace, everybody. Mallory, how are you? Hello, everybody. What? what What's happened? up? Oh. No, let's sit. We can sit. Right, cool. We can sit and stare at each other. Hey, guys. Now, Mallory, you like Star Trek a lot, right? No, fuck no. no. What? What? No. I thought you were... <laughs> fuck like Star Trek. I thought you were... You did that thing with Star Trek. Yeah, I was Star Wars. Oh. I did a uh, nerd Shit. roast where it was Star Wars versus Star Trek. I played Princess Leia, uh, and we annihilated Star Trek. It's Star Trek, not Trek. Yeah, Star, Star Tracks. It's the name of my first and last album. <laughs> And, and, and that's what I've, you know, I've known you for years. You've been an acquaintance of mine. Um, I had no idea you were doing comedy, and now all of a sudden you're doing comedy, and you're fucking great at it. Oh, thanks. Have you, uh, no. have you heard me tell a joke? You just told one, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I started doing comedy about a year ago. Before that, I've uh, done stage performance, and I've worked for Geeks Who Drink and things like that. So I've been doing a lot of performance. So I started doing comedy, and I've got heat. I am flame on, I guess is what flame they on. say. Yeah. Right? I'm never going to live that down, am I? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, you've got more red hair than I do, so... You don't even know shit. how much red hair I have. Oh, shit. Damn, <laughs> son. Uh, so, I like to do plugs at the upfront of the show, just because I'm going to be too drunk to remember to at the end of the show. Sure. So, what do you got coming up, Mallory? Oh, man, what do I got coming up? On uh, Friday, I'm at the Syntax, which is actually in Greeley. Uh, I also opened a comedy club in Fort Collins called The Boot Grill and Comedy Club with two of my partners. We are doing shows every Tuesday, Friday, you, Saturday. You opened a comedy club? We did. It's what? amazing. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Hell yeah. We've had, uh, we had all the acts, you know, all the Denver guys, uh, the Grawlix, all those peeps have come up and done our show. It's real fun. Hell yeah. Uh, so I know that none of you will ever come to Fort Collins, but... It exists, I promise. Now, Mallory, before we bring the other guests up, when did you realize you were different from everyone else? Have you always been a nerd, a geeky? Yeah. And, I mean, I, and, and again, I hate the term geek and nerd. It feels very um, stereotypical. When, when did you figure out you were passionate about things other people weren't passionate about? Uh, I just, I kind of always knew because nobody really wanted to be my friend because my level of passion was just way too high. Uh, but it's great. I, I actually prefer to uh, kind of do things my own way. Uh, so I'm fine with it. I got told, <laughs> I got told yesterday by, uh, by a man uh, that the reason you could tell I'm a nerd is that because 80% of the time it seems like I have a filter and then 20% of the time it seems like I don't. But it's not like I don't filter 20% of what I say. 20% of, of the time I just say all of the things I've always wanted to say the entire time. And he's like, anything, you just, all of the things about any, all, just stream of consciousness garbage about all the nerd stuff. So you're the best podcast guest I could have ever approached for this. It's, well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, we'll find out. <laughs> Speaking of people that talk way too much, let's bring up our next guest. Are you saying that I talk too much? Oh, those guys, <laughs> whatever, they're having a party back there. It's all good, it's all good. Um, so originally we were gonna have, uh, as our uh, special artist guest, 
was going to be Charlie the LaGracia, the co-founder of Dink, co-founder of uh, Denver Comic Con, but unfortunately, he had a last-minute meeting. And I was thinking, like, who is a great substitute? Who's a great tag team partner? Who could just tag in and sub in and jump in? And then it hit me in the head like a uh, folding chair. Why not invite my good friend and tag team champion, Mr. Xander Creed down here, everybody? Xander Creed last night, as far as I, he won the uh, tag team championship of Denver. I did, yeah, I did, I did. I won tag title. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, buddy. I realize this is not a bad idea to carry this thing with me everywhere. Shit. I mean, so when are you going to challenge Nathan Lund to a, to a fight? He's been ducking me. Oh, Nathan Lund, the Denver course. comedy champion, he's been ducking me. So, I'll, I'll corner him one of these times. So, how was your match last night? Obviously, you won. It was fantastic. Um, the good thing about our show is there's no children and a lot of alcohol. So, at one point in time, I took a tumble outside and swam in a bunch of beer. So, that was fantastic. Other than that, uh, I'm still feeling it today. I'm yeah. a little sore. Little, little rough? You need, yeah. Uh, you, yeah. need, you need a beer? I know you don't drink. I'm fine, thank you. Okay. I've got my tea right here tea. with me. Ooh, delicious, delicious. Yeah. So, Xander, uh, have you been a wrestling fan all your life? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wrestling fan ever since I was a kid. It's uh, something I've always loved. Never thought I could do. Once I realized I could do it, I said, fuck it. Let's yeah. go for it. So, were yeah. you, were you, you're a younger man. You're, what, 24? 25, yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You, look, you look 22, though, man. You look great. Oh, please. I don't look 22. Get out of here. 42, but I yeah. down here. <laughs> no, anyway, but, buddy, uh, <laughs> You grew up in a time when wrestling was cool, right? Was it cool to like wrestling? Um, actually, right when I started watching, from what I remember, it was kind of the down era of it. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of goofy colors and characters and all that, and it wasn't t too high. But to where I could really remember everything, to what really brought my passion, that's when it, was, when it really spiked into the mainstream. Hell yeah. So, yeah. And now you're doing it. Now you're part of the scene. Not yeah, only exactly. that, you do comedy. You're an actor. Yep. You're a renaissance man. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing... I've been an actor since I was like five. And that happened because I wouldn't shut up in preschool. So they said, here, if you can memorize this story, then you can talk as much as you want. And little did they know, I have a good memory. So I fucking memorized the story. And then I just, I just found a knack for acting. And I went to school for four years for theater. And you're doing wrestling? It falls into acting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still, I still have my acting projects on the side. It's more um, me now trying to get a production company and all my other own independent projects started up and everything, and then right, I dabble right. in comedy, you know, so. Are cool, you saying cool. that wrestling isn't, is it not real? I, who said that? I didn't say anything is like that. that. <laughs> what? I'm going to cry. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. It's, it's, it's real. real. Okay. Fun. Anyway. All right. <laughs> uh, what plugs do you, what do you got coming up next before we forget to plug it at the end um, of the show? Uh, shows shows kind of just pop up out of nowhere, but um, the most constant thing I have going on is the uh, Dude Sweet podcast. Uh, it's a podcast I run with friend Ian Douglas Terry, a fellow comedian out here. Yeah, we're from Nebraska. Yeah, a friend of ours. Uh, Joe, you can look us up Facebook, Dude Sweet Podcast, or you can look us up on Podbean, Podbean or iTunes, Dude Sweet Cast. So, yeah, other than that, we, uh, we usually plug all the information of my shows come up, yeah. wrestle, acting, whatever. And you, and you wrestle fairly regularly with Lucha Libre and Laughs? Lucha Libre and Laughs, yeah. I wrestle yeah. with them. I wrestle with another company called New Era Pro Wrestling and Primo's Pro Wrestling out here in Denver. Nice. Cool. Well, all right, buddy. So let's uh, bring up our next uh, round of guests. We brought up, like, I mean, we're going to be outnumbered, you guys. It's going to be us against them. You understand that, Mallory and Xander? 
Absolutely. It's going to be us against them, okay? I don't, I don't know what we're going to be fighting against. I'll just watch. We're going to do it. Just watch. I've done enough fighting. I'll just I can watch. take them. I can tell. Shit. See, I've got my money on her. We might need to scoot down. Okay. Just one. Yeah, but, uh, let's, let's go ahead and bring up our, our musical guest for the night, the Ghoulies, everybody. Hey, buddies. Pa- pass one of those mics Yo. down. Sorry, we're limited on mics tonight. We can tag team this one. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Buns. Cool. And uh, we'll figure it out. Hey, ghoulies, how are you guys? Good. Doing good. Who, who do we have here? I didn't catch your names earlier because I'm a terrible host. Uh, I mean, Dan. I met them all, but I forgot. Yeah, I'm Dan. I'm Spencer. Connor. I'm Adam. And Jake. Hey, buddies, how the fuck are you tonight? We're good. This it is good. fun. You can cuss on this thing, I think. I think I just made that up. Okay. So, I was oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even notice until I do it. I'm like, oh, shit. Are there children? Well, these little kids, but they'll be okay. <laughs> so, buddies, um, you guys are in a 50s style punk rock and roll band. Is that correct? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. yeah. What would you say it was? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we say we play shitty blues or like yeah, shitty blues. we play Howlin' Wolf songs at like 12 times the speed. Yeah, but, but not very well, like really messy. Like punks, you know. Yeah. What's up with the yellow ties? We don't Other know. than it, it looks great. I mean, usually we wear black ties, but we have yellow ties that we've worn like once yeah. before. We felt like mixing it up. You guys all look uh, very handsome. Uh, thank you. When we wear black, we look like Mormons. So when we wear yellow, we look less like Mormons. It's true. The yellow, the yellow ties were on sale at Kohl's, That's to be true. totally honest. That's why, we, that's why we picked them up. Two for, two for a dollar, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> so buddies, so were you guys... Uh, I'm a punk rock kid. I take it you guys are all about the same punk rock guys as well, right? Correct? Yeah, I mean, the black flag, I saw that. I love that. I love the actual outline around the outline, so that's my favorite part I mean, of it. It's not an original tattoo, but with the outline, it's a little different than nice. everyone else's. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, were you guys in band in high school or anything? Were you guys band geeks at all? I was in orchestra. I was too. What'd you play? Viola. I played violin, but I played third violin, which supports the viola part. I was last chair viola, which I is was... like bottom of the barrel. Buddy, I was last chair third violin, which is last chair of the violins. <laughs> Sometimes I was second to last chair when my other buddy uh, left his instrument at home. <laughs> What's going to help you not feed back as much? Is it good? Yeah, we're all in. We didn't think that over too well, did we? We should put the speakers there. Fuck. Next time. Um, so, you guys are, uh, I hear something about a YouTube star. What's going on there? You're a YouTube star? Uh, yeah, I, I'm on a pretty big YouTube channel. What? Yeah. Creatures. Yeah, we have about uh, 1.2 million subscribers. We just comment over gameplay pretty much and do shorts and stuff like that. Holy shit. It's like lower form comedy. He's underselling it. They, they got a rabid fan base. Rabid yeah. fan base. Pretty much. What's, what's the average view count for an episode? Sorry, I don't know this. Uh, I'm a terrible uh, preparer for, for uh, interviews and podcasts. Uh, anywhere between like 150,000 to 300. Why didn't... <laughs> How can we get some of those people out here tonight? Can you start periscoping this right now? I, uh, I don't have periscope. Damn it. Let's get on No, next time. Yeah. Let's tag team. Let's us tag team next time. Get <laughs> some people out here. Um, and what about the rest of you guys? Uh, what are you guys' experiences in nerdom, geekdom, fandom, all those sort of things? Well, I don't know. I started reading comics when I was like nine years old, and then I, I realized I was different when I was watching five hours of Star Trek a day when I was like 15, and my mom said that was not okay, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> but Still not okay. <laughs> I love Star Trek. Now Don't I'm listen to this. She can't this. say shit. 
Don't you could argue, uh, I have a, a different take, I guess, um, mostly in the realm of extraterrestrial research, I dove way into, and I'm still in it, pretty deep. He works at the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the hotbed of activity here in Denver? Hotbed of activity in here, that there's several different spots. Uh, of course, you got the Brown Palace, Molly Brown House, the Byers Evans House Museum, you've got... Um, the Tivoli Center has a lot of interesting oh. activity. I'm talking about ghosts right now. My roommate works at Tivoli. He tells me all about the ghosts nice. all the time. Yeah. Cool. For real. There's Where an old he? place called the Lionsgate Center in Lafayette. It's a wedding center. There's been a lot of interesting reports coming out of there, too. Um, I work uh, as a paranormal investigator, which is an interesting job, but it somehow pays the bills. You right actually now. make money at that? Yeah. yeah Holy shit. He's <laughs> been on ghost hunters and ghost adventures and everything. I, Okay, we're going to do a separate podcast after this next and talk all about this. Holy shit. This is what I get for not doing my research on you guys. We could, it, it, Mallory, Xander, you guys are excused. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Fucking around. Oh, after that, that's fine. Those, those faces there. You guys, what's up? What's going on with you guys over there in the corner? We're, uh, we're gear nerds. Gear nerds? We, we'll nerd out about Marshall amplifiers for, I don't know, forever. We'll just talk about the capacitors in the first position in your amplifier and just whack off to it the entire time. You gotta, you gotta get the right tubes. You'll get microphonics. Um, yeah, it's, it's real important to <laughs> really roll back the presence knob. Yeah, no, we're, we're nerds. <laughs> see, that's, that's useful information. You guys are also way too into it's, keyboards. See, it's not useful information. No, uh, but we are too into keyboards. We're so way into too mechanical into keyboards. keyboards, like uh, computer keyboards. We. Uh, I don't even fucking know. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop because this is stupid. Like, no, it's great. Cares about it's mechanical great. keyboard. It's great. I don't know if Adam and I are into nerd culture so much as like the nerd work ethic, where it's not like, oh, I'm gonna learn some about mechanical keyboards. It's like I'm gonna know everything there is to know about mechanical keyboards or something. <laughs> that's where we fall into. And that's that. That's all fits in the same. That's that's the thing. Is like nerd is like hipster, and that it it envelop covers this whole huge fucking spectrum of things. Does it even really mean anything? Everybody's a nerd, right? Yeah, uh, in some way or another. Jonesy's a nerd, right? What are you nerd about, Jonesy? Audio. Jonesy is a nerd about audio. Hey, I'm an audio nerd, too. Oh, yeah. Let's, that'll, be the next, that'll be the next show. Um, so, let's see here. Okay, I know where we're going to go now. I'm going to tell another quick embarrassing story. And hopefully that'll launch off some stuff. But when I was 13 or 14, around the same time I was auditioning for the, as the Human Torch for the Fantastic Four movie in my bathroom when my father caught me. Jesus Christ. Um, I was a huge fan of the comic book Bone. Any of you guys read comic books? You familiar with Bone? Yeah. N not a perverted thing. Um, I wrote a rip-off comic book when I was 13 or 14, and I showed it to my best... I never showed it to anybody, and I showed it to my best friend, Martin Arsenault. Um, Martin Arsenal was like, yeah, it's okay, it's good, whatever. And then two weeks later, he was telling everybody at school about how terrible and shitty a comic book I had written. And I was, I was devastated. And this was right before I got into punk rock and decided that, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And so I quit writing comic books. I could be, you know, one of the guests at this dink convention, but instead I quit. But all, have you guys like encountered those kind of roadblocks and stepped up to the plate and said, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want? What kind of roadblocks have you? Let's go with Mallory. Uh, so, it, well, comedy is all about highs and lows. Um, so, I mean, you can either have like a really great set and you feel like $800 million, or you might, you know, 
I mean, I never have a bad set, <laughs> uh, obviously. <laughs> but sometimes the crowd sucks, I guess. Sorry, guys. Welcome. These guys are already laughing like crazy. I think they're great. I know. I love them. I'm taking them all home with me. Uh, all of them. Uh, but I do. I, you know, sometimes you just you get off stage and it's just like a sour taste in your mouth. You feel really bad about yourself because you really kind of spill your guts all over the stage when you get up there. Uh, and if people don't find what you find funny or like the things that you're trying to humor, if they are not interested, it can feel like sh sh shit garbage. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's when your garbage is full of shit. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's a lot of highs and lows. The biggest hurdle is you got you to gotta roll with it and you got to pretty much pick that up and say, what went right about this? What went wrong? I always say, if I can make one person laugh, then that's enough, even if that one person is me. So. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else got any roadblocks that you beat the shit out of? You go first. Um, Ooh. He'll never stop going now. <laughs> uh, I definitely had that with, um, with acting. When I was going to school for it and I became more involved with it as a profession, I would go to all, the, all these auditions and just, you know, just get turned away. And then at, kind of at the same time with that, it's like I'm going to talent agents auditioning for them and they're saying, oh, we can see you as like a starring role if, you know, you're molded the right way. And the only way you can really get molded is through experience. So I, guess I got tired of hearing that and it's just like, fuck it, I'm not going to go and focus on anybody else's projects anymore. I'm going to do my own stuff. I'm going to write for, I'm going to write things that I would not only fit well into, but I think would be challenging. And I'm going to go in, I'm going to prove that uh, you can have great dialogue, that uh, you can teach yourself how to edit a project properly so that way people will be very interested in what they see on a screen or that you can, uh, you can be a director, you can bring a vision to life that you really want to see, and it doesn't have to be somebody else. Just because somebody tells you you don't fit the mold that they think you should fit for their project doesn't mean you're not good. It's just their vision is different from what yours is. So why not go out and make your own vision? Make it real, you know? And that's, that's when I, once I realized that when I was younger, that helped me develop to stop being afraid of going and taking a chance. And that honestly led to me starting to become a wrestler. Real talk here, that's... I realized that about my dating life. Uh-huh. And once I figured that out, everything got better. Yeah. Like, and, and it sounds like I'm completely joking, but once you realize, it's like, hey, man, not, I'm not everybody's uh, jello pudding snack, yeah. you know? Jello pudding snack. <laughs> like, once you figure that out, like, things get better. And I think that that's the kind of a universal uh, lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Oh, mine's kind of similar, I guess, in yeah, some way. But uh, essentially, the way I got onto YouTube was I just kind of bought the technology I needed on my birthday one day for myself. I just kind of started recording random shit. And uh, I just, the, the very first video I ever did, I remember I just started out and was like, so this is my first video? I don't know what to say. And then it went on for 10 more minutes. And I don't know what, what I said throughout the rest of it. But, I mean, eventually it led me to get to a point where I could actually get better at what I was doing and just kind of staying determined because it's really easy to like watch what you do and just be like, oh, this, that's a big pile of shit. Like, I don't like what I just did there. But if you kind of upload it, learn what you don't like from it and kind of just persevere through it, you can get some sort of an audience. And from that, I've garnered something really great that I love to this day. That's, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing I like to talk about is the art of getting up off the couch and doing things. Right. Like, and I think all of us, I mean, that's why we're sitting up here. I was uh, drunk on my couch and decided that I wanted to do a punk rock talk show. Here we are. Thank you guys for being our unwitting victims. And then, uh, and then you're doing comedy. You're doing wrestling. You guys are in an awesome 
fucking band? YouTube and... I, I can't think of a punchline to make everybody laugh because of that, but it's still, it's still a cool thing that we all got up off the couch and how important that is. Um, I haven't had enough beers to do this too fluidly. What else do we got? Uh, you guys got any other like good embarrassing stories you'd like to regale? To I have us? one more roadblock that I could talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's talk about I, that. I feel like more than anything, like my nerdiness comes out in design and typography and all that stuff. Because, oh. uh, yeah, well, because like I do all the design for the band and stuff, and I've been doing it more and more for other bands and other breweries and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I was on the school newspaper when I was like 17 years old, and that's when I started picking up on type design and all that stuff. And it was really weird, because I didn't have any naysayers saying like, that's lame or that's uncool, but I had no idea that there was any group of people that also liked fonts. So it was really weird being the only person I ever knew of being like, oh, that's a really dope ligature. And then like nobody knew what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, and so that was really hard. And it wasn't until I was like 21 or 22 where I started meeting people that were like, I love Futura Bold. And I was like, me too. So, <laughs> uh, it was hard not to have anybody who knew what you were talking about. That's going to be his DJ name, though. Dope Ligatures. Yeah. <laughs> I was just always really jealous of Dan. It's like, you've got Trekkies, and there are a billion of you, and nobody knows what Babos New is. I, I, it, it, again, it sounds like total bullshit. The other night, I, I was super stressed out. I was making a banner for Dink for the combo convention. I didn't like any of the typography on my computer, on my new computer. So I spent like two hours on like this free font website and it was just like, it's like, it's like popping bubbles. Yeah. It's like popping bubbles on the bubble wrap. It's like, oh, 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 look how good that, look, look at that. Look at that ghost writer. I, I can't even think of any of the names. I got really into this guy. Uh, his fonts all start with the letters DK. I got really into his stuff and I was just like jerking off and... Oh, wait. Um, it definitely sounds like you were jerking off. Kind of. no. Okay, that, that time I might have been jerking off. Flame you know. on, Damien. Flame on! <laughs> Flame on. So, guys, uh, another embarrassing story I wanted, I wanted to tell about is I once went on this date with this girl. She came back to my, par my house that I lived in. We lived in this punk rock house in a little town called Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, we paid $400 a month for a four-bedroom house. Um, it was also rat-infested and condemned, but we were punk rockers. It didn't matter. It didn't care. Um, and I brought this girl home, and it didn't matter that it was a gross house. It didn't matter that there were rats. You couldn't see the rats, but, you know, you, just, you could just tell they were there. She dumped me because I had Star Trek, yes, Star Trek and Star Wars, but I, I, I'm honestly a bigger Trekkie than a Wars guy. I had Star Yay. Trek action figures covering the walls. And I also had episode one action figures everywhere and all that stuff too. And she was like, she, she talked shit about how nerdy and worthless I was. And a few years ago, she added me as a friend on Facebook. She's got like a six-year-old son now. It's been several years now. She's got a six-year-old son and guess what he's obsessed with? Star Wars, Star Trek, Spider-Man, all that shit. And I'm like, and I almost feel like I kind of won this battle. Like she didn't know we were fighting, but I kind of like, Fuck you. I would have been a great husband to that, Dad. So wait, you said you had episode one figurines? Well, Like the prequels? The this prequels better have been in prequels? like 2000. I bought them <laughs> no, all. No, 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 because that's why she dumped you. Is because it was from the fucking prequels is why. This was, this, this was, this was 2000, yeah, 2001. That Jar Jar Binks is a deal breaker no matter what. You, you've got to realize. friendship. Like, it's I, over. I'm 26 years old. I'm 26 years old. Not really. Um, 
And and I and these were, yeah. Okay, it was Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, I did it. But that, have you? That one's super valuable now because nobody wanted it. I I don't even want it. I've got two of them. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll, I'll give it that to you. That sounds Seriously. weird. Oh. No. Uh, but so, have you guys encountered anything where it's been like any anything of that sort, where it's like yeah. your your obsessions are a little too much for me, and then. And then hopefully you found the better person. A lot of times, like in my house, when you walk into my apartment, I have like these three old horror comic books, like framed. And then if you look to the right, there's like a shelf full of comic books and like action figures. And whenever I have someone over who's like not like knows me super well or like meeting me for the first time, I always get this like <laughs> this kind of just like blank stare that like oh shit. Um, and that's weird, because then you have to explain everything, and you're like, well, this is my satanic Bible, and this is a cult, <laughs> shit like that. You have that stuff? I do, yeah. So I was on the... God damn, you guys are bringing out the real-life stuff, not the make-believe stuff, I told you. Um, I have I'm some... Not, I'm, not a sa- I'm a Satanist for the lulls, just because it's fun. Right. I, um, I bought some original comic book art off eBay um, from the author Tony, Tony Harris who's mostly known for his Starman run in the 90s. He was a co-creator, Starman in the 90s. Everybody's glazed over their eyes. But he uh, did an alternate Earth uh, Elseworld series where the Nazis had won World War II. We've all seen the Amazon series. Anyway, so I have this like com- alternate comic book, alternate universe comic book art on my wall with the Nazi swastika <laughs> all over these guys' uniforms. And I went on several dates with this woman before she goes, are you a Nazi? <laughs> and, and here's the thing. is She's a Latino woman. And of course, why the fuck would I be dating a Latino woman if I was a Nazi? Um, and I just look at her and I go, what? You're, the artwork on your wall. Alternate Earth World War II comic book art. She goes, oh my God, thank you. Like, she's like, I've been wondering ever since the first time we met. And I'm like, anyway, so. Yeah. So you say, t- yeah. Yeah. That explanation might be worse than a Nazi, though, if you have to, like, spend 15 minutes explaining alternate universes and stuff. I could deal with a weird political thing. You, 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 you can just see, the, you can just see the, the, the blood draining from her place. She's just like, oh, that's it? Just comic book? You're a nerd? Oh, well. Like, you didn't get it from the comic book poster and all the comic books hanging on the wall and all. Anyway. <sighs> Any other sour relationship stories you guys want to talk about? Or is it just me? I'm terrible. It's just me. Shit. I had, a, I had a gentleman in my room. It's happened, I promise. <laughs> Despite the rumors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I did. And, uh, and, and we were going to watch a movie. And I was like, I don't have a TV, so we have to watch it on my laptop. So we'll just watch it in my bed. And he was like, if you don't have a TV, why do you have the box VHS set of the original trilogy of Star Wars? <laughs> and I was like, because it's important to fucking have it. Uh, because it doesn't have the stupid special shit that they added later. And he was like, how do you watch it? And I was like, oh, I'm, no, I'm saving it for the future. Uh, and then he put on his coat and left. He, yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. He's probably married now. I'm That's single, true. though, so. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so, Mallory, tell me more. Um, no. <laughs> All right, buddy. So uh, l- l- we'll start to wrap this talk show portion of the show up. Um, 
How has your lives been enriched and become better because of your passions? Notice I'm avoiding the nerd term because we're all nerds about it, something again, right? Mm-hmm. How, is, how, is, how has your world uh, become better, Mallory, because of the passions that you have and embracing those passions? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, the first thing that ever happened to me that I was passionate about was it was Star Wars and I was really embarrassed about it. But then the second thing that ever happened to me that I was passionate about was it was kind of like punk rock happened to me. Uh, my mm-hmm. mom was a member of a, it was a, of a penny CD club. And so she ordered me a couple of CDs. She got me uh, the Lion King soundtrack. And then she got Excellent. me Weezer's The Blue Album. And she got me Bad Religion All Ages. For no fucking reason. Uh, Those are three of my favorite records of all time. I know, they're really good. It was, I was like, I'm holy cow. I'm not just saying that because uh, you're single. And then I immediately... I'm not. No, literally. Sorry. Never mind. It's, no, it's not. It's... It's weird, but it's cry. par. It's fine. <laughs> That's how this is goes. <laughs> it's cool. I sh- I can sit up. Uh, no, and it's it. Uh, she gave me that, and I found just kind of the subset of people who were like, you know what? I like what I like, and I don't care what anybody thinks about it. And I remember meeting somebody at a bad religion uh, concert. I was 14. My mom dropped me off out of our minivan. <laughs> I'm proud. And. Uh, and I remember going in and being like, oh my God, you can, be, you can be into whatever you want because nobody that I went to school with liked that. Nobody liked that. It was just me. And then I saw these people who didn't give a shit and I was like, you know what? You can love whatever you want and you can give lots of shits and everybody else sucks. <laughs> and, that, and that really enriched my life to be able to not care and now I have this haircut, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mallory. <laughs> um... Zandy Cream, right what up. you got there, buddy? What did you just call me? Zandy Cream. God. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that have helped me get to kind of where I am now. Like when I was younger, my love of video games helped me. Uh, well, actually, my love of video games made me start to write like a bunch of different video games and a video game series and character stuff that I still have and will probably be in the works in the future once I have access to that stuff. Uh, my love of, of anime and manga. Uh, made me write out a manga series and it made me plot out an anime series. And I, I feel like all that ultimately got me to the point where when it came to wrestling, it was easier to just go ahead and just do it to at least try it to see if I had what it took. Because before that, it's like not knowing how to fully dedicate myself to something, I would have just given up easily on everything. But taking those slow steps with what I love, turning it into something that I can do to where it manifested itself into, hey, you love it, why not go do it? Do it as long as you can, as long as you're happy. You know, whether, you, whether you can make a living off of it, which would be amazing, or if you just get the satisfaction of doing it because you love it. So I feel like all of that has gradually helped me to where I am now, and it, it still helps keep me balanced to this day. Hell yeah, Xander Creed. Thanks Hell yeah. Thank you, buddy. His real name is Brian, everybody. Stick with Xander, please. Xander's so better. <laughs> it does. Jesus. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like everything about myself I can trace back to like when I realized I was a nerd because when Adam and I were in Miss Brummer's seventh grade English class, I remember like seventh grade I had no friends because when you're like a little kid, like if you're happy and nice, everybody likes you, and then like seventh grade happens and everyone's a dick. And it was like fifth period English is the worst day of my life, and Miss Brummer has you like introduce yourself and say something about like what you like, and I was like, and I like Japanese comics. And, uh, and I sit back down, and Adam's sitting next to me, and he's like, hey, do you read Shonen Jump? And it was like, yeah. best friends from there. And so yes. then Adam introduced me to the Misfits, and that kind of got me into punk music. 
And then I always noticed that like the punk music and the sci-fi horror thing always kind of went like hand in hand. And so, I don't know. That's where I carved out a lot of my identity. I remember as a young man, I thought White, Zom- <coughs> White Zombie was the fastest band ever. Then I got into punk rock and started listening <laughs> to White Zombie again. And it was like, oh, they're just the Ramones with a horror theme. Yeah. Anyway. Very much. Yeah. As far as positive benefits goes, like there's like six tools in Photoshop that have made me a mountain of cash, which is really <laughs> nice. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever had a paying Photoshop gig, it was for this dude who owns a green energy company in Italy, and I was making him like stupid posters for his guitar website, and he asked me to redo his website, and he said, how much do you think that would cost? So I was like, $200? Uh, and he's, he was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so that's really nice, and ever since then, that's subsidized that my income. Is that all you do for a living? Uh, no, I, I'm a high school teacher. I teach ninth and 11th what? grade English. Uh, but that's, that's like, that's actually been really cool because I started working on products with this dude who owns this guitar website. Now it's been in Guitar World and all that. And this product that we worked on, they did all the, the marketing and stuff. And I, I got to do the housing designs on the unit. It's called the Schaefer Replica. Uh, but like Green Day owns one, Angus Young from ACDC, uh, Jerry Cantrell, Tom Morello. Uh, it's, it's been like this really cool boost unit that they do. So that was, that's kind of, I don't know, I'm not as attached to that product. They've kind of moved on and all that because I don't have the time, but it's, it's really cool to like see that in Guitar World. It's like, I did that. So, Ghoulies, we, we got to sit down and do with like a real one-on-one in-depth <laughs> conversation. You guys are fucking awesome. I can't wait. It, 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 well, uh, Chris Windermere was the one. I, I approached him. He goes, hey, I can't do it. The Windermere's can't do it. The Ghoulies should do it. And Aww. I apologize, I've never seen you guys play until tonight. <laughs> and, but I, Chris Windermere is a good friend, and I was like, I trust your judgment. And I, it, I, so much that I'm admitting it embarrassingly in front of an audience of 12 people. Uh, but still, you guys are fucking awesome. I'm, I'm so happy to make your, your acquaintances. Anyway, uh, continue with the stories. 12 people here. Yeah, don't I'll say, um, I think the moment that I finally... 17 people, don't be rude. <laughs> 20. <laughs> I think the moment that I finally accepted I was a nerd, didn't care, was when I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yes! And if anybody's played, J- Dan plays, Jake plays... If anybody's played, you know, when you tell someone, hey, I play Dungeons and Dragons, they get like this glossed over look on their face and you're like, oh, you're one of those. They think you like LARP, you know? Not, not to get, I'm not trying to put down LARPing, that's fine. When too. you say, but, you know, this is, she's our dungeon master, and then they're like, oh. And you're like, no, it's like dice and shit. No, it's, it's like, like, yeah. Whips and chains. It's like Monopoly, but different. Um, <laughs> no, no, so I finally accepted that, you know, finally, I just stopped caring. I am Axebeard. Axe Beard the Goblin Slayer, you know? I just accepted that's who I am. And uh, you know what? I don't care. I don't care what people think, man. I'm Axe Beard the Goblin Slayer to the core. And uh, <laughs> I, think the, I think the biggest thing for me was like, there was kind of just a point in my life where everything kind of just clicked together. And I was like, yeah, I can just be whoever I want to be. I can be this person. I can uh, either stay in a basement all day or I can go out and be an athlete athletic star, whatever I fucking want to be. And once I kind of realized that, everything I wanted kind of came into focus and I just kind of achieved it with my, my own willpower. And I get paid to play video games, which is pretty cool. So I got Jesus. there eventually. I envy all your lives. I have to go back to Whole Foods tomorrow and get belittled by rich white people who think they're better than me. They're not. They're not better than you. They're not. The ghoulies are Can here I get you, another man. beer? They buy soup that comes in bags. They're not better than you. <laughs> All right, buddies. How do you guys feel about playing a quick little game before we get into the, uh, the rest of the show? Yeah. 
Okay? Are you guys ready? So we're going to play a game of Mad Libs. You guys remember Mad Libs? It's going to be dumb. It's going to be stupid. It's going to be silly. Um, I'm not an English major, so please do not ask me what any of these... Well, okay, you can help me with this. Uh, okay, so Mallory. We're just going to go straight down the line. Can you give me a noun, Mallory? And the filthier, the better. Schmegma. We asked for it, friends. Does we it not have a sh noise? Is it not? Is it smegma? You guys sure. would know better than me. No, all the men in this room. Schmegma. Xander Creed. I don't like this game. Xander, give me a geographical location. Cairo, Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> English major, give me a number. Sorry, that's fourteen. I need an adverb from you, sir. An adverb? What's an adverb? It describes a verb. Oh, okay. Um, repetitively. Thank you. You guys look like such nice boys, but I have a feeling that it is not going to come out that way. It's going to go downhill. All right, sir. I need a silly word from you. Gubladek. <laughs> Is that a word? It's a silly word. It works. Uh. It works. How about a noun? Uh, Connor just whispered in my ear, alien, so I'm going to go with that. I'm biased. Yeah. He's biased. Alien. The pressure is mounting. And, an, and another silly word. Another silly word. That's Don't do Google Deck. One. Smegma. <laughs> there you go. No, I need, I, I'm Big rejecting cheese. that. I need another silly word. Big cheese. That's two words. Is that bad? Well, we'll accept it. Okay, thank you. Mallory. Mallory, I need a verb, past tense. A past tense verb? Yep. Came. <laughs> With three A's. Came. And a Y somewhere in there. Yeah. Guys, there are a lot of silly words coming up, so start thinking of them. Sorry, I, I should have also said that this was a science fiction story. So right up your alley. Yeah, there Thank you go. You. Uh, Zandy Cream, silly word for you, from you. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uh, Fucking write it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, an ex exclamation from you, sir. Um, wowzers. Silly word, silly word, and silly words. Can All I the rest are silly words. Can I say dragon dildo? Yes. <laughs> that's a thing. It's more yeah. serious than silly, really. <laughs> I'm going to go with floopy as the next word. Floopy? Floopy, please. Floopy. I don't know what that means, but okay. It's a silly word. And then the last, the last two gentlemen, one more silly word from you guys. Uh, I'm going to go with the blarp. Blurp. Blarp. With an A? Oh, A-R. <laughs> Get it right, Damien. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know if we're ready for this. <sighs> Are you ready for it, Jonesy? Jonesy, will, be, will you be my Ed McMahon in the future? Yeah. All right. <sighs> I forgot to mention I can't read. 
Major Zarnak of the Intergalactic Space Patrol deactivated his hyper smegma overdrive. God, this is a Showtime movie of the evening already. Deactivated his smegma overdrive and landed his spaceship on the planet Cairo, Egypt. On leaving the decompression chamber, he saw an 14-armed monster approaching repetitively. He shouted, Gobbledygook! The galactic word for peace. (laughs) But the monster wiped out a disintegrator alien and tried to dick cheese him. (laughs) The monster whipped out a disintegrator alien and tried to dick cheese him. Major Zarnak ducked and came. (laughs) Who knew he had a heart on? (laughs) The monster with the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious wowzers said the monster clutching his dragon dildo. (laughs) Floopy. Floopy, (laughs) replied Major Zarnak cleverly. Again, floopy, replied Major Zarnak cleverly. And getting into his spaceship, he zipped back into his headquarters on the planet Blarp. Not the best one. Yeah, that was good. Silly. Not as filthy as it could have been. I think we nailed it, really. You you nice-looking gentlemen. The monster came. All right, guys. So um, what's going to happen next is Mallory is going to do a quick little uh, set. Do you need anything? Do you need a beer? Do you need a drink? Do you, need, you just need a microphone? Uh, and then um, the Ghoulies are going to play pretty quickly right after her. Are you guys excited? I'm pretty excited. Xander Creed. Uh, there's nothing I could possibly there's do. There's nothing else you have unless, left to unless do. Unless you have a, a group of midgets coming in, and then we can wrestle. Other than that, you can there's hit, nothing. You can hit me with a... With, Take a set while we play. I'm violent, man. I don't know. Jeez. Maybe I just... Maybe I, just I don't want to hit you beat. with a chair. I'll maybe. throw you off a cage if that works for you. Maybe I just want to get hit. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, guys, check out Xander Creed, Lucha Libre and Laps, New World Order Wrestling. Say that again stuff. a little more, more soberly. Man, man, man. Yeah. Only, I've only had six beers. Only six. All right, everybody, let's uh, let's take out. Let's listen to Mallory Wallace, and then we're gonna listen to a set from our buddies, the Ghoulies. Yeah, me guys. <laughs> Yay! I'm not gonna play any music. That was a little confusing, and I'm not gonna tag team anybody unless Xander's up for it. He's got, he's got a belt that says one half. I'm like, I could be the other half of that belt. <laughs> Means I will be all over your waist, Xander. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you can probably tell from the little interview I did, a lot of the jokes that I tell, they're pretty dirty. Are you guys cool with that? I like to think that they're dirty jokes from a woman's perspective, so they might also be kind of sad. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, I want to talk about uh, St. Patrick's Day. How was your St. Patrick's Day? Is it? Oh, yeah. Full of guilt and liquor. Yeah, I'm not... I I was fine with St. Patrick's Day. Like, I like getting blackout drunk at 10 in the morning four days in a row. That's fine with me. Uh, My only problem is that it's supposed to be like this celebration of a culture, and that's not what it is. And we need to stop pretending that's what it is. Like, getting blackout drunk at 10 in the morning off of, like, four PBRs is not what Irish people do, okay? (laughs) 
That makes them look like a bunch of lightweight pussies. If you really want to drink like an Irish person, you need to dedicate like 20 years of your life to hard alcoholism and hide it from your family really well until you get cirrhosis and your liver falls out of your butt. That's St. Patrick's Day is the day that happens. Yeah, you got only five more? You look good. Anyway, uh, just to put in perspective like what St. Patrick's Day is, in my mind, it's like if we went to visit Ireland in July, and then on the 4th of July, all of the Irish people just got real fucked up on like meth and Mountain Dew, started getting real racist and weird about it, uh, lighting off fireworks, taking shots they call 9-11 bombs, all while wearing like a crop top t-shirt that instead of kiss me, I'm Irish, says like, fuck you, I'm American. Which is actually kind of a lot, a lot like what 4th of July is already like. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I went through a breakup in 2015, guys, so I'm single. Yeah, everybody needs to be way more on board with that. <laughs> Other, so, guys, I'm single. Yeah, it's good, thank you. I don't want it to be me up here being sad and sweaty. Uh, I am, I'm single, it's great. Uh, I'm on the rebound, actually, everybody in this room. Uh, but I'm not gonna call my next boyfriend a rebound boyfriend, because that's really mean. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna refer to my next boyfriend as my step-boyfriend, <laughs> right? Because everybody knows he's just here because the real one left. <laughs> yeah, well, he's coming back. He only left two months ago for milk and a new girlfriend, you guys. How amazing would those fights be? He'd be like, stop trying to get me to tell you I love you, Mark. You're not my real boyfriend. And then everybody's like, we know why you're single. <laughs> we got it. I have hope, though. I'm, I'm trying to date. I'd like to date a guy that's kind of like a zombie, right? Because I think he'd be super into my brain. Uh, and very fucking enthusiastic about eating me, okay? <laughs> and probably kind of contagious, but I mean, it's, we live in Colorado, you guys. <laughs> Take what I can get. Uh, the guys in Colorado are a lot like, we're at a brewery, you can do this. I live in Fort Collins, there's, there's New Belgium, there's, uh, there's Odell, there's eight billion breweries. It's just like the men. Like, I'm, it's, there's a lot of it. I don't know the difference between any of it. I'm not really interested in any of it. Uh, and they just keep trying to shove it down my throat. <laughs> Constantly. I'd like to date a guy, uh, uh, and, I, and I've been trying, I've been going out to bars. I ran into a guy that said this, he said a really romantic thing. Can I share it with you guys? Okay, uh, he, he came up to me and he was like, what kind of flowers do you like? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I just want to know if you prefer daisies or roses. And I was like, well, I prefer daisies, uh, but what's the occasion? And he got really still and quiet and he looked me deep in the eyes and he said, I mean, I just want to know what kind of flowers to get you for when I murder that pussy later. And I was like, this pussy? <laughs> Hell yeah, what? That's great, and I'm really glad that you said that. It's timely, uh, because if we fuck tonight, it is gonna be a bloodbath, okay? <laughs> yeah, I hope you like role play. <laughs> We're gonna rename your dick Dexter. <laughs> Go back to your house, put down some plastic, set up a kill room, okay? Turn the lights off, we'll have a real romantic fuck. Turn them back on. We're gonna study the splatter patterns. 
We'll be detectives. Come on. How old are you guys? This is upsetting. You're 16. You do that type of stuff all the time. That is bullshit. <laughs> but he said he's freakier. This is weird. Oh. I should have maybe thought about this set when I was trying to figure out how old you were. Ugh. All right, I'm going to tell one more joke for you. Oh, no, I actually have two more jokes. Uh, I'm watching a lot of porn. You guys like porn? You're on the porn train? Ugh. I'm on the porn train. That, again, I shouldn't say it that way. Uh, I love porn. I've been watching a lot of interracial porn because um, I live in Colorado. I've got to get my diversity somewhere. And I've noticed something... <laughs> I, yeah, in Fort Collins, we call it the Great White North. It's not very fucking diverse. The mediocre White North. Um, it's... I've lived there a long time. I can say whatever I want. And none of the people there even listen to podcasts. They're not cool. Uh, I, I've noticed something about black guys in porn, and you guys are probably way ahead of me. I only just started watching porn with black guys in it. But they're like... Like, there's something super obvious that you guys, I mean, have noticed about black guys in porn, Right? Right? Like, they really like to keep their socks on when they're fucking. <laughs> I cannot fucking unsee it. <laughs> and in fact, I can't even get off unless the guy's wearing socks. I'm like, can you go put some socks on, please? <laughs> and get, like, an 18-inch penis. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I also learned uh, from... I'm going to get out of here on this one. I also learned from watching porn that I do not like the word pussy. That word is stupid and silly at the same time. Sounds like a cartoon word. So I'm not going to call my vagina a pussy anymore. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to refer to it uh, as Ikea. Yeah, because like if you're in Colorado, even if you don't think you're ever going to end up there, you fucking will, <laughs> okay? Yeah, and then when you leave, you're going to have a bunch of shit you don't want that you can't fucking pronounce, and you might leave a kid in there. I don't know, it's hard to say. I'm just gonna say, it's fucked up that you can go to like Ikea and like accidentally leave your kid and maybe get arrested. But if you leave one inside of me, I'm fucking responsible for it forever. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, guys, thank you so much. This has been a great time. Damien's gonna come back up here, I think. Here he is, yeah. All right, everybody, uh, give us about five minutes. The ghoulies are going to finish setting up. They're going to play a set. Let's give it up one more time for Mallory Wallace, everybody. Mallory, that was so fucking good.
song is called Elvis Christ. <laughs>
smells like cops when it usually smells like stale piss. It's true. Yeah. I do love this. And this is what the highlight feels like.
switch mics. It'll be a lot easier for me to tour. This is our last song. Thank you guys for all coming out tonight. It's about cheap beer. We didn't write it about this place, but I figure that's close enough. Sure, if you want to. Cool. Uh, this song's about beer coming in a case. <laughs>
rotten motherfucker.